Is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My teeth! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to repeat, but they are going to play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, <clears throat> and the Jets are going to be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take than that. My teeth! Take that, take that, take that. My teeth! Brooklyn Stale, baby! Brooklyn Stale! My teeth! Welcome back to season two, the first episode of season two of the Mind T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only infamous and unknown talent T Taylor, Mr. Take That himself. Whoo! Listen, it's August 24th. It's actually Kobe Day still. Let's for a little bit long. At least, at least. The preparation of it, like, you won't hear this on Kobe Day, obviously. But it's, it's definitely, it's definitely Kobe Day today. Which which makes me kind of think, like, how come, like, June 23rd isn't a, isn't Michael Jordan Day? But that, that's, a, that's a different topic for a different time. Listen, today we're going to talk about the Olympics. We're going to get into the NBA. Of course, we're going to talk about my two favorite people, Camilla Anthony and LeBron James. We're going to get into some NFL and... Obviously, the ODB hit. We're going to talk some local news, some local sports, some UFC, some MLB, some boxing, some PPV, some ATM, some HOV, some HNIC, and some PAWGs. Like, we're going we to talk about it all today. We know what I say, regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it is always a good time to talk some sports. So... Let's start talking. I'm going to be the first to admit it. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. I missed you guys. I did. Uh, listen, as much as the time off was, was much, much needed, and I didn't do half of the things that I set out to do, like, I, I was itching because every single day that popped up, there was just story after story. And I'm like, how am I supposed to relax when... Things just keep happening left and right that, that I should be talking about to you, that we should be talking about. But before we start getting into all of our national sports, let's get to this big international affair that has been going on here so far. The 2016 Rio Olympics. The same Rio Olympics that was being criticized for the Zika, you know, the same, the same, the same Olympics, no, not for nothing, as you know, I am here in South Florida, so that Zika has made its way over to South, like, how, Florida, I don't understand, like, that's our sideball a little bit, once again, I don't understand how Florida is once again the epicenter for, for, for something retardedly tragic, not, not, not super tragic, like, retardedly tragic, because, you know, our hearts go out to everybody. Now and now, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, or, you know what happened down there. Like that, that was incredible. That you just get flooded overnight by by, by something that nobody saw coming. Like it makes me wonder. I'm here in Florida, and, and we got this little storms off of the coast here. And hey, I'm trying to get a hurricane day. <laughs> I, listen, I, I know it sounds. I know how it sounds to you guys. Listen, basically, just think of it as the equivalent. Like listen to you up northers. Think of it in this equivalent. Like, you hear that there is going to be a blizzard coming. And you're not sure if that, you know, like, oh, there's a potential blizzard coming. Like, it's in its, it's, in its early stages of blizzardry, of blizzardry forming, you know? And you're saying to yourself, you know what, ah, I, I won't mind if it gets upgraded from wherever it's at and doesn't quite get blizzard, full blizzard, but we get a couple of snow days. That's kind of what hurricanes are down here for us. It's South Florida at this point in time. It's like, you see a hurricane coming and you're like, ah, hopefully we get a rain day. Because we don't get a lot of rain days. Like, 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 it, like come on, because it rains like almost every day here. So, like, us getting a rain day is like you getting a snow day up there. Like, it, it, it takes catastrophe damn near. I mean, so not, while I'm not trying to see anything cat catastrophic happen, I mean, I want the people in charge... Of shutting shit down to feel threatened. And there it goes already. 
Five minutes and 14 seconds and they had to parlez-vous my français. Eh, what can I say? I got a potty mouth. I got a, a little bit of a potty mouth. So, <laughs> the games have started. Or, or, and we're just about coming to the tail end of the games. And it, this can be honestly what is said to be the... Like, yeah, the tail end of the game. Like, everything past that most people don't want to watch. So just a quick rundown, like in case you haven't been paying attention, USA leads all countries with 121 gold gold medals, right? I'm sorry, medals. Period. 121 medals, which is about twice as much as the, the nearest country, right? And it's just about the same thing when you look at their gold medals: 46 gold medals, 37 silver, and 38 bronze. Second, we're gonna talk is, is Great Britain with 27 gold, 23 silver, 17 bronze, total 67. Third is, is China with 26 gold, 18 silver, and 26 bronze. For actually a total of 70. But we're talking about gold medals here. So that's the reason why China is third and Great Britain is, is second. Because we're talking about the gold. Everything else is, is, is complimentary, basically. Russia's in fourth of 19. Germany's in seventh, is in, is in fifth of 17. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm give two honorably mentions here, right? And I you know. Let me, let me give these other two countries their respect as well. Russia has 19 gold medals. 18 silver and 19 bronze for a total of 56 as China has as not China but Germany has 17 gold 10 silver 15 bronze total of 42 now as I said here we come to a point where I want to do a little honorable mention and honorable mention for the fact that greatness happened and I have to find a way to represent all forms of me that I possibly can so uh, as much as I have to represent the Brooklyn and the soldier in me, you have to understand like my, my heritage is Jamaican. So yes, when it comes to the brethren, Hussein Bolt, that basically got the majority of these. <laughs> right? Jamaica came away with a total of 11 gold medals. I'm sorry, a total of 11 medals. Right? They're in 16th place, respectfully, with six gold medals. Three silver and two bronze. Total 11. And tied for 54th, Puerto Rico with one medal. And that one medal is gold. And what is, what is the significance between me mentioning this gold medal? Besides the fact that damn near every single person that I am friends with, that I, that, that, that I hold dear to me or I call fam, is Puerto Rican? We'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later, because when we, when we talk about individuals in, in, in the Olympics, massive things have happened. Records were made, records were broken. Michael Phelps alone came away with six gold medals to, to, to up his total medal count to like 28 or something ridiculous like that. And Michael Phelps comes away with six gold medals, and I believe he's the, he's the number one gold medal earner at this Olympics, right? And right behind him, and also representing the swimming American community is Katie Ledetsky, who was also dominant in her own right. But if we're going to talk about gold here, remember this is what, this is what we're really talking about. She came up with five medals, so we're not going to take anything away from that. Four golds, one silver. Right? Also American, Simone Biles in gymnastics. She takes away four golds and one bronze. And she put on feats that nobody's ever seen. I'm, as nobody ever seen. Like I said, this this Olympics definitely was. If you didn't catch a lot of it, and and it's surprising that I caught, I caught the spectacular moments, and I didn't catch the thing that I really thought I was gonna I was gonna catch the most, which is what I've always made myself, made sure I, I've made the time to catch in the past. We'll talk about that a little bit more. So, also, as 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 we talk about. All encompassing, right? Dominating the cycling with three gold medals is Jason Kenny from Great Britain. And obviously, as you know, Mr. Lightning Bolt himself, Usain Bolt. And <laughs> you, you know, it's funny because I have an old sound here, and this old sound. Right, you probably probably be perfect right here. Probably would be 100% perfect right here. 
but I have a new sound. I have a sound now that is going to be used now just when it comes to breaking news. But it's an old sound I used to use for a lot of things. So now that I have me only using it for breaking news, so if you hear that noise, which, which is so befitting the fact that I'm talking about Hussein Bolt right now, right? <laughs> but if you hear that news, that anytime during season two, that is now breaking news. We will be cutting away and we're going to talk about whatever's on the television, whatever I say, because from now, because here on out, television, I don't care if it's a game, I don't care if it's a tickler, I don't care if it's just ESPN, just so I can read the bottom of the, of the screen while I'm talking to you, something's going to happen. If I see something happen that I want, I want to tell you, then you're going to hear the... And nothing happens, and eh, no horns, no horns. So continuing, right, as, as, as we're talking about Hussein Bolt taking over track and field for the men's, right? And representing Jamaica very, very, very proudly. Also representing Jamaica, but also representing track and field in, 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 in both aspects, in women's track and field. We have Elena Thompson from Jamaica and Allison Felix from, from America, from the United States. Both came away with two goals and one silver. And <laughs> up next, like these two ladies did something that... Nobody has ever done ever and and I know that a Lot of things happen this Olympics, right? And when I say a lot, we're talking about a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot But I know this Olympics is gonna stick out for a lot of things to me And it's definitely one of them is definitely gonna be how the women represented this Olympics But once again ESPN, why don't you have an ESPN W channel? You're gonna lose nothing, but I want to distract the track right now. First off, Simone Manuel. Two gold medals, two silver medals. In what? In swimming. She is the first African American, period, to win or to, or to place medals in swimming. And she gets two goals one in the 100 meter freestyle, and the other one in the 4x100 relay. She also picked up her two silvers in the 50-meter freestyle and the, what was it, the 4 by something, it was, it was another 4 by whatever. And as I, as I mentioned earlier, right, that Puerto Rico had one gold medal, and that gold medal came by Monica Puig, as she became the first Puerto Rican woman ever to win a women's single in tennis. So here goes Simone Manuel and Monica Puig, one American in swimming, one Puerto Rican in tennis, and these are two women that are breaking cultural barriers. Because, listen, I, I, can't, I can't account for what is said about Puerto Ricans in tennis, right? But I know that they have never done it before. But I can tell you what's been said about blacks and water. <laughs> like, you know the jokes. It's what I tell people all the time when people when people when people are surprised that I can swim, I have to remind them, well, I'm I'm Jamaican by heritage. And they're like, oh, okay. That makes sense to them. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll come back. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve for your games and gaming products. The games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy your membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair prices and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games. Not just all the popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And yes, that does include all the PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. We've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years. Just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue, in the Nurses Registry Plaza. Directly located at 730 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. That's 
conveniently just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, $7.90 the ticket, and let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening. Do appreciate it as always. If this is your first time listening, I, I, I do appreciate it. You coming in a season two, so you know there'll be some things that you may not be used to or, or you may get used to. Hey, I am, I am your host, Talented Taylor, the one and only. Actually, yeah, I'm the one and only. I'm the only one ever named Talented Taylor. <laughs> The only one in existence that matters, actually. So, before we get too far off the topic, listen, listen, listen. Listen, if you thought that I was really going to talk Olympics and not mention the men's basketball team winning gold, and I'm going to assume that you, you I'm assuming that you haven't been paying attention and understood the level of basketballery that I love. Like, so... Like, I'm, I'm a little sad. But... I, before I talk about the, the men winning gold, there's one thing that I, that I do want to address more than anything else. And... I want to address what Camilla... Ant- uh, or what's been happening with Camilla Anthony lately. Because... Camilla Anthony's been taking a lot of heat lately for his comments he's made about if he basically basically in a nutshell that if for the some for some odd reason if he doesn't win an NBA championship you know he's put up a decent career where he could be like I right, I'm I'm I right. you know what I mean like I still want to ring but I've, I've I've done something and that's all he's saying three gold medals you know scoring champion you know over a ten time NBA All Star I believe some some more somewhere around there. About a ten-time NBA All-Star, college college basketball champion, you know, um, most most outstanding player in college basketball. And remember, this is your whole basketball career, this whole totality. But that's not what I really, what I really want to talk about because I, I don't really care that he said that that he takes pride in the in the gold because he's there, he's been there, he's been a leader, and he's been a leader to a bunch of younger NBA players. And what I don't get is that. If he is saying that, oh, he's giving this goal this much weight and this much clamor, why are you guys taking away from that? Because in one breath, you sit here and you downplay the fact that he takes pride in the NBA or, or in the in winning a USA gold in basketball, and he's giving it some weight. Like, this is something that means something to him, and he's telling you that it should mean something. And you're saying, oh, no, it, it doesn't mean anything, or, or you're downplaying how much it means. But yet, in your same breath, you sit there and you criticize other stars, bigger name stars, higher caliber stars, the top five stars maybe with the with PER or the, or the top five rated stars in the league maybe. And, 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 and you look down at them for not wanting to compete in the, in the Olympic Games. Well, if you're not giving it any clout, why would anybody want to go play in the Olympic Games? It's like the problem that we're kind of having now is that, was that, is that people are starting to believe that without a ring that your career means nothing. Where, I'm, where listen... Having a ring does mean something, and how you get a ring also means something. But also, what you, the reasons why you don't have a ring will mean something. Because, listen, there are guys like Patrick Ewan, Charles Barkley, John Stockton, assist leader John Stockton. Remember that. All-time NBA assist leading John Stockton. Second in scoring Carl Malone. You understand what we're talking about here? Who don't have rings? Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing. 
We can, we can keep going. Reggie, I'm sorry, I can't say that name. I apologize. Ha! <laughs> but the little, but the little light-skinned alien-looking dude from Indiana. He doesn't have one either. And he's, if I'm not mistaken, one of the top five all-time three-point shooters. Something around that nature. So slow down just a little bit when you're criticizing the Kyrie Irvins, you know, the DeAndre Jordans, and the Camilla Anthony's were saying, listen, this means something. This has weight. This has weight on a wholly grand, different level than the NBA championship. Does that say that they don't want to win a championship in their league? No, they're saying that to come here and represent your country for something and hear, and hear that national anthem and know that you are the best in the world and dominate, and, and dominate like you should, it means something to have that gold, to have that gold on your resume. Because you know what? There are a lot of players in the league that aren't even worthy enough to be invited. So if you are one of those upper echelons kind of players, he's saying, yeah, take some honor and some pride into it. And so the, so the guys win, win the gold, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't watch any of the games. Not one. I couldn't tell you one shot, one crossover, one pass, one layup, one block, one ooh, one ah, one oh. I couldn't tell you any of them. I can tell you, I, I can tell you the, 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 the what's, 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 the, what's the lady's name, Biles? Simone, I could tell I could hear Simone Biles flips. I can tell you when I, when I saw Ledetsky, um, um, when, when, when her, her race by basically two, <laughs> two body lengths, I can tell you when, I can tell you I saw Hussein Bolt. Smiling at the camera almost every single time he blew past people crossing the line as he passed them from behind. I, I can tell you, I can, I can tell you about those moments. I can, I, I remember seeing Michael Phelps um welted up back at, because he's been doing that, that 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 hot air soaked up in a jaw thing. Yeah, basketball is my favorite sport. Uh, I didn't even see a practice. I ain't see it. I didn't hear a whistle. I didn't even hear a, a sneaker go skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> so, with that said, I'm not gonna talk too, talk too much long, much more about them. But because I said, like I did tell you earlier, I do want to talk about my favorite people in the NBA, and I, and one of them is LeBron James, and this misconception that I hate LeBron James. Like, and that I unfairly hate LeBron James. Where I, I think I've, I've been very quite fear to a man that calls himself king and the greatest ever and talks about his youth back. <laughs> see? See? You think you're slick. You guys think you're slick. Trying to get me all riled up again. No, 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 no. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this time. I'm here to tell you, I do not hate LeBron James as much as you think I do. Because if I hated LeBron James as much as you think I did, right? Think about it. LeBron James has been to the finals now seven times, right? Is it seven? Four times with Miami and three times with Cleveland. Two, one before and one, and one after, and two after, right? Three times he's been, so seven times he's been there. If I was honestly like a LeBron James hater, don't you think that my record of how many, like, when he was going to be successful or not successful in NBA Finals would be a little bit more misconstrued than what it is. So so let's, let's run down these seven runs, right, that he's had. So the first one, he played against San Antonio. I thought he was going to lose, and he did. I don't think that's hate. I think, I think that I, he got swept. I don't think that was hate. I think everybody knew he wasn't ready. Because even I wasn't expecting him to go that year, because I still I still thought he was gonna need one more year to really be prepared to get over to get past the Detroit team that was whooping his butt so many so many years. Was it Detroit that year? Yeah, he was, he was struggling to get to get past the Chauncey Billups Detroit teams. So I thought he was gonna struggle to get past them for another year and probably break through the next year, still not be ready. 
but then, you know, at least make noise and start, and start moving forward. But, you know, this is when he decided to, you know, run, run, you know, uh, he didn't run then. But eventually, instead of just building, he just ran. So, so then he runs, as we all know, and goes to Miami. And he plays Dallas. I picked them to beat Dallas. And they lost. So now, I'm one and one. Let's, let's keep track of this. I want you guys to really keep track of this. I'm one on one. He lost, I was right. And then he lost again, and I was wrong. I'm like, oh man, look at this. Then he played Oklahoma City. So see, I picked LeBron James to win. And he lost. He failed. That's what he did. So, fast forward. Next year comes around. And now they play Oklahoma City. I picked them to beat Oklahoma City because I knew Oklahoma City wasn't ready. And LeBron James was now the second year into his Superman made team. That should have won that should have won not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, not ten. But barely stayed but he didn't even stay for four. He ran and cowered away again, because this is what cowards do. They run. But okay. So here we go. So Oklahoma City, he beats them right again. So now I'm two for one here. Now next year, they play San Antonio. Right? And I thought San Antonio was going to beat them that series. I was wrong there. So now here we're sitting at two for two. But I knew San Antonio was going to come back with a vengeance. And if they played them, they was going to beat them. So I was right there. So <laughs> three for two. Listen, like, like I'm, I'm picking him to win. So, like, so, we have, so we have to see how this really looks. So. The first one I picked him to lose, and I was wrong. And the second one I picked him to lose, and... No, sorry, I was right, and then I was wrong. And then I picked him to win. Is it win? I'm getting lost again, ain't I? We gotta go, we gotta go through this a whole other time. I'm just saying. It, it'll be completely misconstrued, but we ain't done here. Then he plays Golden State. Right? And I picked him to beat Golden State. And he lost. And then... I picked him to actually beat Golden State again. And then this time he wins. Oh, I'm right. So, I, I've been more wrong on LeBron James... On the fact that I've picked him to win than I've ever picked him to lose. Because I don't pick him to lose often. I picked him to lose against San Antonio. Every single time he's played San Antonio. I was right two out of three. Picked him to beat Dallas. He was wrong. Like, he failed there. Picked him to beat Golden State. He failed there. Like, so. Like. Four of the times I picked him to win, he lost. Well, somewhere around. You know, so, like, that's not my fault. <laughs> like, like you, you make it sound like, you guys make it sound like I'm just here arbitrarily hating on LeBron James. No. Like, I pick him to win more times than not. And time after time again, he comes off short. And then every once in a while when he does it, he does it in some weird dramatic fashion that brings a championship to some city that hasn't won one in life. But... You know what? I think it's just about time because I think I think we we've spoken enough about LeBron James. I think it's about time for us to take another another break because you know, like if if this is still if if you're still having problems with with me just thinking that I, I hate LeBron James, then you're probably also the same person that also think that also still has a problem trying to figure out what to do on a Friday. You know what? Listen, you can stop. Let's stop it right now. Stop worrying. Stop thinking. Head down to Capone's nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you're gonna find DJ Sapter. He's gonna be mixing in the lounge room, so you can either start dancing, you can, so you can start drinking, or vice versa, start drinking so you can start dancing. Either or, you're gonna be with DJ Sapter every Friday. That's from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring that sexy of yours. You know, you you bring that slaying factor that you got, and and fellas bring your swag. And apparently, I just heard that cargo shorts went out of style for some odd reason. <laughs> And short shorts are back in. I can't do it. I can't. I can't take it anymore. So, fellas, you bring your swag. He's gonna go down a Capone. And listen, of course, there's more because DJ Seth is, is everywhere. 
Listen, he is the truth. DJ Scepter also on a Wednesday night. You can catch him at O'Malley's nightclub or O'Malley's bar, whatever you want to call it, night bar from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, that's this, I told you. DJ Scepter's playing everywhere you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, bachelor and bachelorette party. DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. Reservations, let's go to D let's go to bookings at DJScepter.com. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I said, I'm Talon T. Taylor. I'm your host. Thank you for still listening. We are just about halfway through. So I appreciate you being with me. As, oh, listen. Listen, here it goes. Here it goes. In case you haven't heard. Mighty. Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. Hope's, Hope Solo is suspended six months from the national team. Critical of Swedish team following loss in Olympics. So basically, they suspended her for running off at her mouth. There we go. The first usage of the breaking news sound. Told you it comes in handy. It comes in handy. And plus, it, it allows me to 100%, you know, big up my Jamaican heritage side of me. Because I told you, I got to find a way to incorporate every single thing I could possibly can that makes up me in this show. So um, listen, there's gonna be all kinds of Brooklyn in here. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be all kinds of army. There's all gonna be all kinds of Jamaica in here. That, that listen, it's all. That's that's what I am. So if you're wondering how am I energetic and why am I so loud, when have you ever met a soft-spoken Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn, New Yorker, army veteran, or Jamaican? I'm just saying, all three of those people that you normally know. Are normally loud, loquacious, abrasive, foul mouth, energetic people. I'm just saying. I happen to be all three of them in one. Talent Tony Taylor. <laughs> Telling you, you, you guys are gonna learn one day. Like I, I keep posting videos of, of like Jamaicans dancing in club, and uh, just to give you guys a little, a little understanding of what I keep holding back from y'all. Because anytime, anyhow, I get into my element, I'm coming off of a top rope. So, as we we get we get into here, right? And and it makes me wonder, right? As the NFL preseason has started to get on get on its way, it makes me wonder, right? And 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 it's a and it's a weird thing I'm wondering too, because because it has nothing to do with real football. What I'm wondering, and, and I don't know how how that bad that sounds, right? But now that Peyton Manning is retired, has Russell Wilson become that new golden boy of standards? Because like you keep hearing it, right? Like the, like you hear the jokes or the or the jabs or or the little or the, or the little you know, the little quips that are being used. It was like, oh, that's not a Russell Wilson comment, or you know, that's not a Russell Wilson kind of answer, or. He, 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 you know, he gave a Russell Wilson kind of answer. What would Russell Wilson do? We've heard that. The WWRD, right? What would Russell do? Right? And, 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 if, that, and if he has become that new, that new golden boy standard, then is Cam Newton antithesis of that? Right? Because Cam Newton definitely, you know, is the pout in, pure emotion, is this is it, are they showing some Joey Bosa on the screen? I don't know. It may be some Joey Bosa shown on the screen as he has, still has contract talks that are going on as we talk NFL. Like, like 
he may, you know, as, as we're talking about quarterbacks here, because I mean, honestly, the the one hundred percent antithesis of, of of Russell Wilson would be Josh Norman, right? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be Norman? Because Norman is, <laughs> but we're talking about quarterbacks, and if you're talking about as top upper echelons known quarterbacks, or even as quarterbacks, period. Cause I don't think there's a lot of talking quarterbacks out there. I mean, if it comes to the soft spoken, the soft spoken is definitely Russell Wilson, and and then the so far, the ones that have a lightning kind of tongue, we're talking about Cam. But Josh, Josh is definitely talk, you know, is doing something else. And Josh Norman, you know, he, like he's he's definitely become a mouth for the NFL, right? Or for the people to use and relate to the NFL. And I think that he's just happened. He like he, he's getting to the point where he's saying too much, and I'm gonna tell you why. And, and I don't know, I even have a problem with his with, with his talking because I'm okay with it. It's just that he's saying too much because he said that oh, Odell Beckham lost respect, right, for that hit that he that he that he did on him when he launched himself like a missile and hit him in and and, and hit him in the temple. And try to end this man's career. Yes, let's not forget old dirty player Odell Beckham. Let's not forget about him. He's still out there. He still exists. And he's still running amok. But. 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 Norman went one step further. And said. Yeah, he lost a lot of respect from around the league from a bunch of dudes. He's going to get what's coming to him. He, there is a hit out on him. See? That was the too much. Right there, you became a snitch. Because everybody can pretty much take away from the fact, yeah, he lost respect. He lost respect in a lot of people's eyes. You could have left it at that and everybody would have perfectly understood that. But the fact was, the moment that you said that a lot that there's a hit that and then there's a hit out on him, people are gonna be coming after him. Now you just became a snitch because now, guess what happens? His games become watched a little bit more tightly, a little bit more scrutinized, and now in a time where they're already all touchy feely with each other or. Or, or you know, if you if you ticket them with a feather, they're talking about we go to floor a flag. Now, Old Elm Beckham may just get the benefit of the doubt on almost every single call that it looks like he is slightly being roughed on because you just said that there's a hit out on him by the, by by a lot of people around the league. Well, guess what? They can't decipher who it is. There's only 32 teams. He only there's he's, there's only 16 weeks in there. He's not gonna see all of them. So guess what? They just baby him for all of his 16 games. Cause they can't determine who's out to get him and who's not. He could just cry wolf every single game, on every single play, and he will get the benefit of the doubt. That's what you did. You snitched on you, you like whoever told you that you snitched on them. And if they were definitely going to play him next season, now they have to play him timidly, most likely. But as we even talk about that, what is Goodell doing? Like, what is Goodell doing with Harris playing them? Because I'm not quite sure what's going on here. Like, at some point in time, he's going to have to back up and realize that they, I, I really don't know. Because, like, didn't. Didn't Al Kazir or whoever that press is, didn't they just basically crumble after this story came out? Because Peyton Manning took it and was like, listen, like almost nothing here is is, is is true and it's been falsified and you clear Peyton Manning, but yet you're still going out to tour your other players. Why? Can we stop? Like, I don't understand what he's doing here. But before we we come up on the break, I, I do want to touch on like two quick subjects real quick, right? And 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 and, it went, and they have to do with, with with two of the biggest markets in the whole entire league, right? And that's Texas and New York. So, Des Bryant is upset that in the new Madden ranking, he is he has a 90 ranking. Which, if you're listening, most of you are like, oh, that's not too bad. 
right? But also comes with it, he's the ninth best wide receiver, which just tells you, if you're listening to this, not only just for what we're saying here, but this is like this is a quick fantasy football alert on players to watch as wide receiver position. Right? For male and female. He's upset that he's ninth. And I, I really and I we don't understand him or some of these players that don't get that. Listen, I didn't gloss over Kevin Durant. Trust me. We're coming back to him. That don't get that. It's all that it's not sometimes it's not all encompassing. It's like when it's like when they came out with this whole tiered quarterback thing, and I'm like, well, it's it's based off of last year's body of work. Like it's like the NFL ranking every single year the players voting or or whatever it is. Like a lot of times they're they're not they'll let you know if they let you know very specifically if they're basing it off of lifetime achievement award or if they're basing it off of just what you did last year. And if it was based on what you did last year, this Bryant should actually feel very lucky that he got a ninety because that is showing a very big huge sign of respect because wasn't he missing damn near all the season um um damn near all season because listen why I do agree with Des. Listen, I, this is a part of me that does agree with Des. There are a lot of people on here that I probably would take. I would take Des over. Antonio Brown definitely isn't. It's probably the only one I'm not. Right, but Julio Jones. I'm not that. I'm, I'm not that big soul on on Julio Jones versus Des Bryant. Odell Beckham. You know how I feel about him. And and, and I'm sorry. I like size. No homo. <laughs> But I like I like I like size when it when it when it when it comes to my players like and you hear me, and you hear me talk about this in basketball and like it's, it stays true also in football. So, so then, if it wasn't for the injury, then we're talking then the guys that we're talking about here is Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, old dirty player, right? We're talking Hopkins from Houston, AJ Green, Larry Fitzgerald, and Alshon Jeffrey from Chicago, right? And Alshon Jeffrey, I'm looking at it. Alshon Jeffrey has also been up and down with his injuries. I've had him a couple years in my fantasy, a couple years. So he's been up and down with his injuries. So on a regular basis, I'm not. I don't know if I'm taking him over Des Bryant, but everybody outside of listen, Odell Beckham, I think is ranked a little bit high, right? Because I'm is, but no, I can't even say that. Outside of Antonio Brown. Every single last one of them, including Des Bryant, are basically equals. They're different degrees of equals. Like Des Bryant, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Hopkins, AJ Green, Larry Fitzgerald, and Alshon Jeffrey. Like I'm pretty sure if you get any one of those nine guys, if you get two of those nine guys, you're gonna do spectacular. But if you get any one of those nine guys, like you're gonna be pretty set solid at the wide receiver position. And very quickly before we go into break, did you realize how this off season was dominated? By former, how, how this offseason so far, preseason as well, has been dominated by three former Jets quarterbacks, or just Jets quarterbacks in general. If we want to put four, if we want to talk all encompassing, listen, we have, listen, pay attention to this. We have Mark Sanchez, right, feeling miserably in Denver. He's about to have, he's about to lose his job to a rookie. We have Geno Smith. <laughs> He, uh, now he may be the oddball because you know I, I did say three former Jets quarterbacks. You know that's that's where the joke is at. The joke is in Geno. <laughs> that Geno Smith is is about to lose his backup job to a rookie. And then there's Tim Tebow, who's going out for baseball. And obviously, as we more all know, for the most part of the season, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Dominated the talk, but Tim Tebow, really quick. Like, I don't know if I really want to go into Tebow because I don't know how much time I have here. But I'm not. Even, I'm not gonna waste that time on Tebow. If if I do, we gonna come back and talk about Tim Tebow. And if we have time, we gonna we gonna talk. We gonna still talk about Kevin Durant and his move because I know we haven't fully gone into that. So, you know, while you sit and you ponder about that, and we see if we have time, we gonna take a quick commercial break. I use Twitter to learn about 
and share what people are doing to make the world a better place. I'm interested in everything related to space, but also scuba diving, piloting aircraft, anything electronics, and photography. We're interested in music, news, and funny people. The best way of finding out what my guests are up to before they come on my show is to follow them on Twitter, which is exactly what I do. I follow Green Bay on Twitter because I always like to keep up with what they're doing. They're my favorite band. I want to stay up to date on fashion news, so I follow AppStyle.com and at Women's Wear Daily. I like to follow my own girl, Martha Stewart, because Martha Stewart, she keeps it scudded and buttered. Bacon flake that she loves to wake and bake with the big Snoop Dogg. You feel me? It's always good for us to know what people want, and, and I use um, I use Twitter as that, you know, as, uh, as a way of learning what I should do, um, what fans want, um, because, you know, they're the best critics. I can talk to the fans, they can talk back to me, fights they want to see, things I'm doing wrong, how stupid I am, whatever the deal might be, I can communicate directly with our fans through Twitter. We really like to keep tabs with our other partners in conservation, the other zoos and aquariums here in North America. I'm using Twitter to send pictures and thoughts from space. And every day, I really enjoy reading your tweets. Ciao to all of you on the beautiful planet Earth. People can exchange ideas and information instantaneously. Countries and cultures are brought together like never before. Y me encantó usar Twitter porque me conecto con todos los fans alrededor del mundo. I want to listen to the American people, so I follow thousands. I use Twitter to keep in touch. Really? I use Twitter to listen. Mighty Sports Podcast. Thank you for still listening. Thank you for still being here. I am still your host, Talon T. Taylor. The T is anything you could think of. That's comes starts with a T. So the call of the T stands for think. Thinking man. Yeah, that's me. Talon T. Taylor. Mighty Sports Get Life Podcast. <laughs> so, no, seriously. As we return, right, as, as most of you may know already, this portion of the show, this last segment, is, 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 a, is a segment that I like to hold there. It's, it's, it's the portion that I like to talk about local events. And if you guys don't know, local events can mean a variety of things. I told you that I have a lot of origins, Brooklyn, Army, Jamaican. Right now I'm here in South Florida. So this is what I used to really talk about what's going on locally. So if you know I'm about to talk about what's going on locally, then you know what's about to come up next. So in this local segment, very first thing I would like to do is wish a happy birthday to the Dub Dub. What's the Dub Dub? The Dub Dub is the work wife. WW. The Dub Dub. The work wife, Erin Von Saunders. I forgot how old she is, but I know she get she's old as hell now. She's like upper, late, lower, mid thirties. <laughs> so I want to say happy birthday to her. And and also, oh man, 
I saw what you did, Wood. Her husband, Wood. I saw what you did. I saw what you did. You get a thumbs up over here. Good job. Good job, buddy. <laughs> no more kids, though. You guys got to stop. <laughs> right? And, and. Next, 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 next. Next. Is. It's actually one that, that that's actually also very kind of dear to me as well. And what this one is, is I received a scouting report for a friend of mine's, right? I, 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 um, it's his nephew. It's her nephew, sorry. You know, but I've known the family for so long now. Like, it's been just about 10 years. So I remember him when he was just a wee tyke. You know, all of them. But now he's getting his scouting report. And he's projected basically, and this is his kind of report that you know for his for his graduating class of 2020. So here he is, about ninth grade, 14, six foot one shooting guard, going to Iona Prep, Noah Tovar. And this is what is written about him. As they watch him play for his AAU team, the Riverside Hawks. Tova has an excellent jumper from everywhere on the court. And you can tell that being a jump shooter specialist is fun for him. But the guy is also a tremendous defensive figure. You'll see him defending guys on any of, of any height and any position. Making it look easy. Hot young prospect for sure. And that is on the nephew, Trevor Noah. Noah Tova, sorry. <laughs> I don't know how I just how I just butchered that. Alright? Also said about Noah. Alright? That this gifted guard can also move to small forward. He could play any position to be honest with you. Especially if you're talking about today's NBA. But you know, this ain't small forward, you know, for his school. He's only six one, but he's still grown. Shoots the ball extremely well. But does a great job at getting to the rim too. Can guard multiple positions. Does all the little things that help his team have success. And basically what that says is that this kid can... Basically, what they're saying is what I, is what I saw when I played against him. Because I played against him on, a, on, on all kinds of bad limbs. Right? And... Listen, I've played against height before. So I have no problem playing against height. Guarding height. You know, shooting over height. Anything of that nature. But yeah, definitely, he has, he has a sweet jumper. He has a sweet soft jumper, and 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 he can shoot that ball from anywhere. And he has limitless range. But as much as he loves offense, that defense that he plays and that hustling, oh, that's because his family won't let him put it down. <laughs> so yeah, he definitely does hustle. He'll hustle his butt off all day long, offense, defense, or hustle on boards. You know because he knows. So. What, what they're saying is what, what I've seen, and they're basically saying what, we, what, what, what we're all telling them. Now, granted, we don't want him to see this quite yet because we want to stop working. But this is what he's doing so far. So I, want to give, so I want to give a big round of applause to him. For the excellent work that he's been doing and that the fact that the scouts have actually seen the work and he just needs to keep it up. And... This is a note for all of you that have kids, siblings, relatives, or friends. Send me an info via text, and I'll find a way to highlight it on the show. For some of my friends that, 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 are, that are private business owners or, or that, that are business owners, send me info. If, if, if you want me to you know, throw, throw a commercial spot on the show for you, let me know. Shoot me a text. So while we're here talking about local stuff and... And all things basically promoted or promoting wise. Also, as we, as I am still doing, I will be at Roger Dean Stadium this Saturday to do the play-by-play for the Jupiter Hammerheads as they take on the Fort Meyer Miracles. Game starts at six thirty. Coverage generally starts about 6. This up maybe about half an hour before. Half an hour before, you'll, you'll get the lineup. 
um, a brief um, a brief rundown of some basic information about each team, and then we'll just basically move on from there. Right, and <laughs> telling you, man, this this just today's show really went by fast, and I don't know if it's because it's just been a while that I'm not gauging the time properly, or I'm just having way too much fun. But I'm telling you, and all I could do was there was so much stuff that happened out there that I just really thought I was going to be able to get this all out. But you know what? That leaves us with a whole bunch more to talk about next week. But before we do that, right? I wanted, I wanted to, you know what? I don't know if I want to, like, I told you, I still wanted to talk about Kevin Durant and his move real quick. But I also wanted to talk about my sports, what, Mount Rushmore of hate. But it's beyond just the Mount Rushmore because it's way more than four figures. It's more like four sports. And I don't know if I want to talk about that or if I want to talk about Kevin Durant real quick. Or I even get into this Kevin down. Or, or, or get into this Kevin, or get into his Derrick Rose move, or Derrick Rose comments. But you know what? Let's do this. We'll wait another week to talk about my Mount Rushmore of hate. I know you guys are probably itching for that one. <laughs> to, to, you know what? We'll talk about this real quick. Nah, I can't. So, so, so we'll talk about Tim Tebow. We'll talk about Tim Tebow. Like, only because, listen, the Mount Rushmore of hate takes me to a whole other topic that I don't want to. I normally get sidetracked over there. You know who, you know, you know at least two of the players that are on there. Currently, out of the four, uh, out of four different leagues, that who I would hate. At least two. Maybe you should at least know three. It's a total of like seven of them. This Tim Tebow thing, right? Where Tim Tebow is going off to baseball and trying out for Major League Baseball, right? And obviously, as we know how baseball goes, he's going to be in the minus for... He'll be trying in the minus for a little while, and then he'll try to see what they want to do there. And basically, what they're going to do, they're going to use Tim Tebow like they use Michael Jordan to try to highlight a couple of minor league games. Because not none... And no other time that, that that minor league team sell out or have so many people in the stands than when, than when Michael Jordan was there. And if Tim Tebow makes a team or makes a minor league team, that's pretty much what's going to happen now. They're going to use him to help highlight or bring light to their team. Which brings me to my point exactly. Tim Tebow, you are a football player. Go highlight football. Because if you're going to be used to highlight anything amateur-ish that is not fully professional because... Listen, a lot of people don't think you're going to make it to the professional level of Major League Baseball. They're going to, listen, they're going to use you to highlight their minor league team. So, with that said, right? If you're going to be used to highlight anything amateurish, why have you not just gone to the CFL or whatever that other sports football league that John Elway owns? Because if you would have went there, you know what you could do? You could still play quarterback. You don't have to be like the Terrell Pryors of, of the world and switch over to position. You could play quarterback. And guess what? If you were good enough to go 9 and whatever, you know, in, oh, what was it, 10? Or did he go 10 and 5? Some foolishness like that. 10 and, 10 and 6? 9 and 7. But if you was good enough to make it into the playoffs and the NFL and win a playoff game, then guess what? And also, you were good enough to be, to be great in college, and you're probably going to be great in the CFL. And guess what happens if you win? Now, you understand, like, Tim Tebow has the kind of following that if he goes to the CFL, he makes the CFL popular. And then if he wins while there, he makes that league popular and that team popular. Now, all of the sudden... We're talking about Tim Tebow, the face of the CFL, the face of a league that is actually relevant, a face of a football league that is actually relevant and drawing people's attention when NFL football is not active. You know what that does? That takes another damper into football. So don't let, so don't let football or baseball, there's no baseball Utilize you to help promote their minor league teams or minor league product. Do it for football if you're going to do it. Because you're a football player for Christ's sake. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Mighty Sports Podcast. That's the end of the show. Yes. It's been an hour. 
already. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know what I'm going to say, man. You know what I'm going to say. Thank you. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. And don't stress. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Everything can't be new. Lay down. We also Lay give you down. a new outro, too? See, that's a selfish. Make a stop Spoil you. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Find me on social media. Bars closing down. Facebook, Mighty Sports. Sun's out. SoundCloud, Mighty Sports. Where we going for breakfast? Tuning Radio, Mighty Sports. Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. And Twitter, Mighty Sports. Mighty!